Hey, you amazing, beautiful, gorgeous human. We're at episode 72 of the Brand Builders Lab podcast. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. We're learning how to create an epic brand, find the right marketing strategies, and building your business is a constant evolution, classroom, and lab. Each week, we'll be diving into all things brand and marketing with special guests and solo episodes to help you build your business brand and big idea. Hey, hey, welcome back to another week of the Brand Builders Lab podcast. As always, awesome to have you here. I hope that you are having a good week wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this. And as always, I just want to say thanks. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for caring. Thanks for (laughs) telling your peeps about the podcast. And uh, I love seeing it all over Instagram. It's one of my favorite things to reshare what it is that you're sharing and what you're listening to. And it's not always, say, the last podcast episode. It could be ones from ages ago, which is pretty amazing too. But today we are speaking all about how you can rapidly grow your list and get more exposure through being on podcasts. So my guest today, May K. Sang, is a launch strategist, copywriter, podcast coach and coach who helps purpose-driven entrepreneurs to build their authority in business and discover their brand DNA so that they can thrive when they launch their signature course. As a launch strategist, she's at the front line during course launches from start to finish. And with five years of coaching under her belt, she's able to dig deep to understand the true desires, dreams and underlying motivations for her clients' customers to turn into empowering copy. Outside of her one-on-one client work, she hosts the Quiet Rebels podcast, which is a dedicated space to help her listeners to create the courage to own their voice message and worth in both life and business without having to be the loudest person in the room. So I'm excited to talk about this topic. May Kay has a massive goal for herself when it comes to the number of podcasts she's wanting to be on. And if you follow me on Insta, you may know that I've got a goal for myself to get on at least 50 podcasts in the next 12 months. So this topic, when she hit me up, was definitely of interest. So we're going to be diving into some of the things that she's learned as she has gone for this massive target that she is obviously wanting to achieve. So I know that you are going to love some of these tips that she shares, especially if you're wanting to up your personal brand, get more exposure and connect with other people's audiences. Now, before we dive in, a couple of things. Now, if this is your first time here, I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, and this podcast is brought to you by The Connection Exchange. And I work with women in business to help you build a confidently bold brand, articulate a powerful message, and attract clients who want what you have so you can play bigger and brand bolder. Now, before we dive into this week's episode, which I know you're going to love, I wanted to let you know that Brand Builders Academy is opening up for our next live round starting on the 7th of October. So put it in the diary. Yeah, this episode is going live on the 29th of August. So we're about a month out. So I want you to start planning 
for those eight weeks that we're going to be working together. And if you've been trying to work out how to scale your business, get super clear on your message and get bolder with how you build your business, then this is for you. I'll be working with the amazing group of women who joined this live round over eight weeks. So I am telling you now, don't wait for next year. Don't think, oh, maybe I'll just hang on and wait till 2020 because one, you'll get it at the current price. It'll be going up next year. But two, you can set yourself up this year so that you can make 2020 epic. And when you start to do your planning at the beginning of 2020, you have got all the bits and pieces that you need. You've got the right mindset, strategies, structures, and systems to do the big things that you want and take your business to a whole new level. So head to theconnectionexchange.com forward slash BBA waitlist. That's Brand Builders Academy, BBA waitlist, or just head to the Connection Exchange and you'll be able to see where you can click and join that waitlist. And I'll be sending out an email in the next couple of weeks for pre-registration so that you can get started on some of the work early before we dive into the weekly content. If you've got any questions, hit me up on Instagram so that I can answer any of those questions for you. But I cannot wait for this live round. There is so much more that we're diving into you are going to walk away with some serious structures and strategies that you can follow. So stop feeling lost in your business. Stop trying to figure out what you're going to do next or how you're going to grow. This is going to help you do it. Alrighty? So exciting. But without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Make hey, welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> pleasure, pleasure. Now, we've sort of connected through Instagram because Instagram is obviously where all relationships start. <laughs> yes, in the DMs, definitely in the DMs. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And yeah, so we've had a few conversations in the DMs and then I was looking at your profile and I saw that you've got your podcast as well. Um, and then we just sort of started chatting and then uh, you emailed me about, being on my podcast, which I love. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. So I wonder how many details we can uh, share about that. <laughs> I know, it's so good. And obviously, we are going to be talking about how to rapidly build your email list by pitching to podcasts. And I think that this particular topic is going to be really interesting to my audience because I know that they are really interested in potentially getting on podcasts too. Because that's where it's at at the moment. That's what everybody's listening to. So it's pretty exciting to think about, you know, how can I be using podcasting to grow my personal brand, my business brand? So I'm looking forward to speaking about that with you today because I know that you have had a challenge for yourself, which we'll get into in just a second. <laughs> oh, great open loop. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But, but listen, before we get started, I'd love to know, for those of my listeners who don't know you, give us a little bit of background. Like, who are you? What do you do? What's your business? And how did you get here? Um, so again, my name is May Kay Sang and I'm a launch strategist and conversion copywriter. And I did not intend on being one ever. It just, it just naturally happened through the course of events. And it all started when I actually, I, I wouldn't say I dropped out of university or anything like that. I do have a degree in psychology, but I'll tell you what, the first day Every fiber of my being was telling me how this really wasn't for me. And that 
crushed me because I wanted to become a counselor at the time. And I just felt that the way I was taught about psychology, and I'm not saying psychology in itself is this way, it's just how I was taught. Um, you know, human beings were like test subjects almost. Like if you're on one side of the scale, something's wrong with you. If you're on the other side, something's wrong with you. And it just totally missed out the human touch that, um, you know, embracing them, you know, the individual differences of a, of a person. And I just felt that was really missing. And it took me being in an abusive relationship actually um, to actually really come out of my shell because after that situation it was it just dawned on me like wow I've just been a people pleaser my whole life and well, look where it's kind of gotten me and I don't I'm not really a huge fan of like the huge rebellion of you know like oh you know screw you guys I'm gonna do this or that I I am actually a proponent of being a quiet rebel which is actually the name of my own podcast and basically what that means is just that when I feel that there is another way I will take it and it's not to hurt anyone it's not to you know rub shoulders with the wrong people or anything like that it's just because I finally wanted to listen to my intuition and around that time through the power of Facebook ads (laughs) um, I was targeted perfectly by a coaching academy and when I read what coaching was about the sales messaging was on point and I, I just wanted it and I was all in so I studied to be a coach and it was fantastic but let me tell you that I struggled probably like how most coaches struggle when they, when they get their certification, they're released into the wild and like, Oh, there's nothing unique about me. I've, I've got the same certification as so many other people. So how on earth am I going to stand out? So I'm not going to lie. I did struggle during my early days and it took me, um, I actually won a challenge. So challenge is obviously a theme for me. Um, I won a challenge of seven days of overcoming your fears. And um, just to give you a fun, a fun fear that I overcame was about asking people to do something crazy. Um, so I got a group of guys in, um, in corporate suits to dance to the Gangnam Style with me. <laughs> and, <laughs> Did you know yeah. these people? Um, some of them I kind of knew, some of them I didn't. But even so, like, because this is um, quite a, I wouldn't say high end, but let's say well-established events company and all these guys were like super formal and they closed like 10k deals and everything and you wouldn't think that they'd be so open to <laughs> dancing to the gang and start really getting into it taking the spotlight it was brilliant <laughs> yeah oh, but it was, it was super fun it was super fun but anyhow because I went all in with that challenge I really caught the eye of the uh um, the mentor of that group and I really wanted to work with him and the prize of that challenge was to work with him okay. so um well by that I mean like for him to be my mentor yeah. and because I went all in um he did pick me in the end and um it went from a mentorship in the first four months to an internship but yeah so that's kind of how it all happened and so all the sales and marketing skills I was missing as a coach I was learning it firsthand um, with my mentor because when I wound up working for him we were just in the trenches for everything because I was his first team member um, he, he had a huge list because his YouTube channel went viral and um, so his audience was already huge and um, but the thing is he didn't intend to have a business um, so it just kind of came organically so we had to do things fast and do it well so we did 13 live launches in one year wow 
yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> and the way the reason why it's possible is because you know we segmented the list really well, and so we didn't burn out the list when we we're promoting the webinars all the time. Mm. So it seemed as if we weren't doing it a lot. So um, insider's tip for you: throughout that year, I picked up so many skills. I picked up community management. Um, one-on-one sales skills, even video animations, so many skills. And the one that really stood out for him that actually got him the most results was actually copywriting. All the live launch experience, it really gave me a leg up and I built my authority in that community and just naturally through, um, you know, his fellow peers, um, his fellow entrepreneurial peers. So I had a really good start. Um, and then that's, that's how I got here, um, you know, today. And of course, I formalized my launch um, knowledge because I learned it all informally in the trenches, but it's live experience. And I think that's quite rare to have yes. that much in, in so little time. And um, yeah, so I learned some courses. So I've got some badges and everything like that. Just to, <laughs> I've got it too. <laughs> gotta love a badge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love a good badge. But yeah, that's how I got to where I am. Amazing. That's so great. And so over this time, what do you feel has been either your biggest lesson or what's the best thing that's kind of happened or you've done to grow your business so far? Mm. So I've just learned just showing up consistently. That is key. It's just having the momentum of just being present. And it doesn't have to mean that you're doing a YouTube channel or, you know, jumping on stage all the time it's just being there day in and day out it's kind of like um you know going to the gym twice a week for a whole year versus seven days a week for only two weeks of the year yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean it's kind of it's kind of like that you don't want to do it in in like huge sprints like you, the effort behind it might be a sprint but overall it's you know as cliche as it sounds it is a marathon and i do think that just showing up consistently has really made a difference for me but listen i am so keen to get into this topic with you because list building i have to be honest with you and i don't know what you were like when you started your business I've had my business now for around about four years um, mm -hmm. and I feel like I've kind of done fits and spurts of list building and I've known the whole time that list building is really important um, and I've got a really big goal for myself at the moment around list building and part of that goal is not just a number but it's about consistency. It's about having mm -hmm. a consistent focus on list building because um, there were times where I was like, oh, I'm just going to do Facebook lives all the time now. And then I'm going to do lots of Instagram now. And, you know, and, and so I think that one, I love podcasts and two, list building is a big thing. And for any of my audience who have not started list building yet, this is a really good prompt for you to mm -hmm. get it sorted because it makes such a huge difference as well. So really keen to get into it. But before we get into your tips, Tell us about the challenge that you've given yourself when it comes <laughs> to podcasts. Yes. Okay. So I know that this number may freak some people out. I'm not saying you, have to, I'm not saying you have to do the same. And I do want to put out there that the number really didn't matter. It was actually the intention behind the number. So I gave myself the challenge of pitching to, but I'd rather say reaching out to, <laughs> reaching out to 101 podcast hosts. Awesome. To be, to guest on their podcast. And as you can probably tell from this conversation so far, I'm very much a go all in or don't do it at all <laughs> kind of person. All so, or nothing, um, kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, all or nothing. And um, that, that can be a curse or a blessing. It really depends. <laughs> but in this case, it was definitely a blessing because I'm, if I'm going to do something, I'll do it right. And it's kind of like 
I wish I could find a better analogy for this, but it's like when you wash the dishes, you're not going to just, you're not just going to put hot water and a sponge with no soap, you know, do it properly the first time. So you don't have to do it again. <laughs> so, that sounds like what my mother used to say. I think. <laughs> exactly so that is a challenge that I gave myself and it's because um you know there was a time of my business where especially when I was going under rebrand um I just didn't show up and I was just I was just really comfortable in my creative cave and I was just doing everything behind a screen and I just wasn't showing up how I used to and I just and this was a piece of advice that I kept getting from four mentors of mine they kept saying get on more podcasts get on more podcasts and I was like okay but how and there is some information out there but nothing as in depth um as I would need it to be. And from my own experiences, um, learning launches, for example, I just thought, do you know what? I'm only going to learn this if I do it. So I just, I was, did, I just did it by trial and error. And I've actually managed to boil it down into a bit of a system actually, which is, which is great. And now I can actually help people to do the same thing. I actually shared these strategies with a client of mine. She sent seven pitches in one day and then she got two yeses immediately and she wouldn't know where to start um you know without this but yeah that is a challenge that I set for myself 101 podcast pitches in uh, 31 days (laughs) 31 days okay so now for those of my listeners who follow me (laughs) and you know that I'm you know what I'm gonna say I've given myself a goal of 50 podcasts in 12 months (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, Suze, think bigger. Uh, 31 days. So I might yeah. have to rethink my goal now. I gave myself a goal of 35 speaking gigs um, in the last year, which or 30 speaking gigs in the last year, which I did. But now I feel like, my gosh, wow, 101. I might try and do that maybe. I'm going to go 50 podcasts. I'm going to go 90 days. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, do what's doable for you because... um, I'm like, wow, but I love that because you're pushing me. So I love that. That's all good. Mm. I I love a bit of a challenge. Mm. Yeah, challenges. That's exciting, but I'm excited that you put it into a system. So I would love you to share your system for how you've rapidly built your email list by pitching to podcasts. Mm, okay. So the first step is all about being able to research podcasts that actually are in alignment with your brand. Because when I said 101, I got a bit of a mixed response from my mastermind peers. And um, it's not that they weren't pleased for me. Like a lot of them were like, whoa, that's very courageous. And the others were like, well, you know, have you also thought about uh, the quality because they were worried about the quality dropping and that's totally understandable but I set out on this challenge to be super intentional and on purpose with this and so because there's nothing that I really detest more than canned uh, pictures that were clearly um, it's just clearly no thought in it no personalization mm. in fact I got my own podcast pitch the other day someone who actually wanted to pitch me um, formally i.e. by email um, to my uh, you know, to jump on my podcast and the topic was completely out of alignment. They didn't even say my name. They didn't even say my podcast. They didn't, they didn't even know what it was about and it's just completely off. And um, I just thought, okay, interesting. And this is, I want to use that as, as an example of what not to do because I just was completely turned off. And even if they pitch me in the future, I'm very likely to say no because of that first experience. And that's what's super important. Your first, um, your first impression 
that a host has of you or their team has of you if you know they have a VA or something um, is super important because if you get it wrong then it's un it's very you just basically decrease your chances of it ever getting on so it's about being super intentional at the very beginning you got to ask yourself okay who am I reaching where is my ideal listener how does my um, knowledge that I can share on a podcast how can I actually help them move forward so just having that intention at the first um, in the first place is super important and realizing that quality really does matter because if you got on a hundred podcasts but you know you got one if you are a I don't know, a business coach and you're reaching out to a podcast host who, um, you know, had to be to see sort of approach, you know, just directly to customers. It's not going to help them and it's not going to help their audience. It's not going to help you. So it's just not going to help anyone if you pitch to a podcast that's just completely out of alignment. So um, yeah, that's where I would start off with. So how to start researching this? <laughs> yeah, I was um, going to say, so where did you go to figure out which podcasts were right? Mm, yes. So first of all, I just naturally thought of the podcast that I would love to be on. So of course, um, you know, the, the big, 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 big podcast I've been around for a long time and um, ones that I personally listen to. So start off with um, who you listen to and who you would love, um, whose podcast you'd love to be on. I started there. And when you actually look um, up that podcast on uh, your podcast app or just on iTunes or um, however you research podcasts and subscribe to them there's there's always going to be a section at the bottom where it says listeners also listen to love it and that is as simple as that that's really <laughs> interesting like i think i get suggestions but i've not actually looked at that mm. so i have to go and take a look at that because i just kind of get like when i listen to certain podcasts then i get you know other podcasts that they're recommending to me but i love that Mm. Yeah, it's as simple as that because at least there is a level of relevancy there. And that is, again, super important. You need to have some um, a podcast that is actually in relation to the kinds of things that you're interested in, um, as well as the things, um, the podcast that you're interested in being on. So just as simple as that. And if you want to go bigger than that, then look at your peers who have been on other podcasts that you would love to be on. Like that's how I started. I got super scrappy because I had a big number to hit, you know? Um, so I thought to, um, so I have, you know, several other peers of copywriters. Sometimes when they say on a podcast, I check it out and to see if there's alignment there and what kind of new angle could I spin? I actually don't speak about copywriting very much. I speak more about launching, um, and podcast pitching now. Um, but yeah, so that's how, um, you know, I got on something there. Sometimes that person may give you an intro and all you need to say is, do you have any advice on how to, um, you know, uh, reach out to X host? And normally they'll tell you how they did it. That's, that's more, um, that's less evasive than saying like, oh, can you introduce me? Because if you come from that kind of energy, then you got to realize that someone is potentially putting their reputation on the line yeah. because if they recommend the wrong person, that host can kind of, I wouldn't say blacklist them, but they can be like, oh, you but know, they kind of trust, yeah, they won't be trusted again in the future potentially. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so just having a softer approach saying like, oh, do you have any advice on how to reach out to this podcast host? Cause I listened to your episode, thought it was awesome. And I'd love to be able to contribute. If you come from that place of wanting to offer value and for it to be like a minimal risk sort of situation, then, you know, that's the way to go. For sure. Yeah, that's so good. And 
When you get a good podcast pitch, what does it look like? Right. So uh, I, I personally haven't received a good pitch, but (laughs) (laughs) I I actually haven't. I mean, the only guests who have come onto my podcast are fellow podcast hosts who um, I've been on theirs and they want, and we got on so well that we decided to do that. So like we, we're doing this right. Yeah. Yeah, We're doing that right now because I got along like pretty much straight away, which is awesome. And, um, yeah, so that's normally the only way someone can get on my podcast. I need to kind of know them. Um, but anyhow, I have received, it actually shocked me, um, the response that I get on my pitches. I've actually had a woman, she's a PR, she was a previous PR agent, so she's not new to pitching at all. And then she was like, oh my God, your pitch is so professional, yet so refreshing. I actually think I want to give you a hug because it's so good. <laughs> I mean... Is this they lady, share. she didn't know me. What did you yeah. say? Right. Uh, actually, you know, I can bring up that actual pitch if I you'd would like. I would love to hear. I would love to hear it word for word. No, that word would be great. Word. Yeah. I mean, like, to be honest, um, I, as long as you lead with value first, and I can go through the, the elements that I always include in every pitch, um, because I think that's going to be super relevant, um, you know, to everyone who's listening right now, um, to actually know what goes into a good pitch, because I really screwed up on my first go. And it's because I didn't know what to do. And actually, all I did um, was ask for feedback from my mentor. And she gave me a lot of feedback and um, I basically crafted my own template. So what I'm about to read out in just a second, um, it, um, I wouldn't say cop- uh, please don't copy it word for word because it is intent, you know, it is from my own experience and it's not always going to make sense for you, but I will give you a heads up. So, you know, obviously we need to put our own experience and what our own words and our own brand voice into it. Um, but yeah, I'd love to hear what it is. Yeah, so the first couple of paragraphs. Um, so my pitches are less than 500 words, normally around the 400 mark. And it's because I'm just super intentional with it. So um, this is how I started. Like, hi, I'm going to say Susan. <laughs> okay, so hi, Susan. My name is Meke Sang. I'm a fellow podcaster on a parallel mission to you, helping women to find their voice and design a business that fits them as opposed to them fitting themselves into a conventional box. I wanted to reach out to you today to ask if you think your podcast audience would benefit from having a launch strategist and copywriter as a guest on your podcast to talk about. And I inserted my topic. Um, And then after that, and I think this is the kicker. I understand that your podcast mission is about providing educational content from the people who have been in the trenches in order to reach success in business. And I believe I fit the glove for this one. Now, that's just to start off, but tell me what you think so far, Suzanne. (laughs) No, I love it. I think that when you start to come back to people with what their mission is, who their audience is, how you can serve that audience because you understand that audience, I think that that's, you know, exactly what podcasters are looking for. You know, probably not dissimilar to you. I get pitched quite a lot, um, either by PR or directly. and I do get the generic ones where Mm. I'm just like, that's totally not like not in alignment with what I talk about or what my audience would be interested in. Um, So I politely decline, but I think Mm. that the 
people who are like, Suze, I love your podcast. The last episode on this mm-hmm. was super interesting and I love this guest and they name them. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, as your audience of women in business, uh, this is exactly like you said, this, these are some of the topics that I could talk to them about. So I think Mm -hmm. that, yeah, showing your interest that you understand and being able to talk about it, I think is a a hook right there. Yeah, definitely. And because um, I've actually heard, because I've actually asked this question to um, the podcast host, after we've recorded the interview, I I just asked him out of curiosity, I was like, what made you say yes? Um, to my pitch I'm curious um, for any feedback um, you know if there's something that I could have improved and they not very many of them had much to improve to be honest um, I'm not saying that just to brag or anything but <laughs> um, I've pretty but, much got it nailed no I love it <laughs> I, I think I've got a good foundation yeah. for sure and so I do want to go through the elements of what it really means um, to actually have a very purposeful pitch so always start with their name because and spell it right (laughs) you'd be surprised um some people reach out to me that just don't spell my name wrong and I'm like how you're replying like if you're messaging me on Facebook you can see my name as you're writing this message I don't understand so to me that immediately shows oh well obviously they don't pay attention to details I'm that strict (laughs) for me personally not all probably yeah 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 so any so you know grammar police (laughs) as well um, yeah, so that's, that's the first thing. Always start with a name, add a personal touch as well. So there's a podcaster that I reached out to and I knew that he loves exploding kittens. Like he loved playing that game. <laughs> you probably haven't heard of it before. It's, I'm like, <laughs> it's, um, well, in short, it is we a card game. We don't condone animal cruelty here, mate. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, but you have to, but the copywriter who wrote, who like wrote everything on the card was just awesome. But you know, it's nothing to do with animal cruelty. It's just cruelty <laughs> for us as the, as the player. So is that <laughs> a video game? No, it's a card game. Oh, it's a card. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's okay. like go fish, exploding kittens. Um, well, you don't use the same cards as like, you know, the ace to, sorry, um, two to ace. Mm. It's not those same playing cards. It's a different deck of cards. Oh, okay. Anyway. game. Anyway, (laughs) I digress. Um, But yeah, so I, that information was insider's knowledge only from a podcast episode and a casual mention on social media. So I knew that was insider's information. I knew that would catch his attention. So I was like, hey, I'm a fellow podcaster and a um, exploding kittens enthusiast. So, (laughs) um, so it's just something like that. And they're like, oh, you know, well, they knew that about me. So obviously they pay attention. And See, the personalization is step one, but the most important thing is the level of relevancy. So everything that I mentioned before about being in alignment with the podcast that you're reaching out to, you need to showcase that through your topic idea, what you do as a business, and the and the little subtopics, the little ideas that you are proposing for an episode, because 
um, I've heard from some hosts, they say that, oh yeah, people will reach out expecting me to come up with a topic. So it's kind of like, oh, you know, you can so benefit from having me on your podcast. You tell me what you want from me. It's kind of like that energy. And I, I can totally understand why it just turns people off. It would definitely turn myself off as well. So it's just, you need to be able to personalize that first just to get them hooked, just to get them interested. So they know it's not just a normal email and then showcase the alignment of your show with your business with your core topic idea and with your subtopics. And it does help to back it up. So if you've got any testimonials, you don't have to like embed them all in or anything like that. But um, especially if you've been on another podcast or a video show about this topic already. So you're showing that someone already values your expertise in this, but anything to back it up. You don't need that, but it helps. Yeah. And what I love as well, and this is a feedback I've gotten, they love the no pressure sign off. So it's basically, and whether or not I'm a good fit for your show, I do truly wish you continued success for your podcast and your business. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's just, it's just nice. And then a PS section, uh, just add a little fun fact or something, because who doesn't love reading a PS section? <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> that's such a copywriter comment. <laughs> it, it is, it is. Well, you know, I've got to like... Get the PS. <laughs> Yeah, don't forget the PS section because people scroll to that. And actually, there's one host that said yes to me. She said, actually, my numbers on social media didn't actually reflect the normal requirements. And I thought, oh, stabbed to the heart much. It's <laughs> about said, engagement, not numbers, people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know, exactly. But I, I took it as a champ anyway. But yeah. they said to me, even though that is the case, we made an exception for you because of your pitch as well as your fabulous PPS section. So what my PPS, your PPS, what was your interesting fact? So um, this particular podcast host, I know that she likes Disney and I know that she likes to laugh a lot because she laughs a lot in her solo episodes for a podcast. And I was like, oh, and speaking of voices, because I gave her the link to my podcast and say, oh, if you want to check out my voice and see how it, how it, run sort of thing here's my podcast and then in the pps section it was oh and speaking of voices if we do manage to speak i'm happy to do my stitch impression from disney's lilo and stitch <laughs> <laughs> and she loved it she was like we love your pps section this is why we're saying yes to you because you have so much personality everything's relevant and yeah so it's just adding that extra flair of your personality as well yeah. um i found it has helped me personally <laughs> Oh, good, I love that. And I do think that, like for me, when it, there is personal comments or story or whatever it is, points in it, it does make a difference. Yeah, it does. And um, so for someone who I did consider myself a bit of a nobody, to be honest, even though that I've shown up before, but because when I, did, when, I, when I went on my hiatus in my creative cave, it just felt like I was just irrelevant again. And so I did come from a place of wondering, that, oh, but who am I to do this? Which actually lends itself into the next part of this conversation, how to overcome any mindset blocks that will, will likely happen yeah. <laughs> when you pitch. Okay, yeah. great. Let's dive into that. Because I do think, um, you know, even some of my audience who are fangirls and who share all the time, who I know personally and who are amazing, mm -hmm. they've been like, I really wanted to pitch to you, but I 
felt like I felt like I couldn't or I didn't know what to say. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I speak to you on a regular basis. That's such an <laughs> interesting thing. So I think that, yeah, I think that mindset blocks are always there when we're looking to pitch ourselves. Mm, yes. And I knew that was going to happen because I know myself very well and I kind of self-coached myself <laughs> um, before I sent any pitches because um, basically I screwed up on my first pitch because I didn't come from that place of wanting to help. Um, I kind of did it as a what's in it for me sort of thing, which is something you should never do. And I think my nerves definitely got the better of me and I was worried about coming across as too soft and everything. But people know me as um, <laughs> um, basically my old team that I was on, uh, the manager, she was so sharp, so, such a, she's like an executive type. And so she's like spear, like, you know, spears running into a battle sort of thing. And then she's come to me so many times to rewrite an email because she writes them too harsh. <laughs> so, and then, so I, a phrase that was coined in my team um, at the point was like, oh, go to Make She needs to add fluffy marshmallows. So. <laughs> Soften it up a bit. Yeah. 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 So like the spear just put a fluffy marshmallow, like, there you go. <laughs> nice. um, so yeah, so that's kind of um, the... Um, approach that I do now I wouldn't say it's just soft but it's just more friendly it's just humanizing it isn't it like people just want to be spoken to in a normal way like I um just an example is I've been reaching out to senior executives for a specific event that's happening um and people are like oh when you do that you don't get a response I'm like I get a response all the time Mm-hmm. And it's like, cause I'm like, Hey Sarah, happy Friday. I just mm-hmm. wanted to let you know about this event that's happening. And I thought it might be of interest. And also it's an opportunity for you to network with your peers. If you're interested, just let me know. Otherwise have an awesome day, Suze. And I just think people do this cut and paste of formal stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, just like pretend they're in front of you mm-hmm. and just talk to people like people. <laughs> like, yeah. I think yeah. that that's, I think that if you can approach it like that, people can feel yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just being normal and nice and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's a really good point. And that's actually a part of the mindset block is the, it's the fear of not coming across as professional. Right. So, that's why they uh, most people stent, um, they tend to stick to the formal the formality of like dear sir madam or <laughs> something like that kind regards or yours sincerely like who really says that in real life <laughs> yeah I mean um, so that personality it really does help and like just what I used to do um, and actually I still kind of do it when I'm when I'm actually reaching out to a specific host I would pull up their picture. And as if I'm actually speaking to them and I would write the email accordingly. So that's how I get into that space of wanting to personalize. Like, hey, it's a fellow human, not a fellow robot. So we're well, not fellow robots. We're not robots, but you know. <laughs> not yet. We're not robots, but yeah, not yet. We'll, we'll find a way to uh, become half cyborg. But anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what helped me definitely, um, it was at the very beginning um, before I sent out any pictures, I created what's called a credibility vault. So, you know, we don't, we're not very braggadocious in our daily lives. And I think it's an attempt to become humble, but actually you're just, um, you know, you know, you're just not giving yourself permission to express your wins or anything like that very much. And I feel that that needs to change. So 
um, for me, I needed to prove to myself that I was worthy of being on this podcast. And it's not, it wasn't about my, um, you know, my online presence or anything like that. It was actually, can I deliver results that's based on truth? So I had to go back to my launch experience. So when I was talking about launches, um, I had to, you know, re- relay back, you know, from my 13 launches in one year. And um, sometimes we talk about the other launches I've been a part of and even reaching out to you, Suze. Um, for me to even be credible to talk about this, I've been in the trenches myself. And I think that part intrigued you. So um, because I've actually been there and done it, I haven't just talked about it and done it like once or twice. I've actually done, <laughs> you know, all of this myself. And so that that's, what makes me uniquely credible and I've helped other people to do the same so I thought yeah no, I, I can do this so actually having a list of reasons why you are actually capable of delivering on your promise so I literally just have a list <laughs> yeah. um, of my past achievements and then I'll pluck the ones that are relevant for this specific pitch and then it really helps to overcome the imposter syndrome mm-hmm. and also I've also noticed that from speaking to podcast hosts and really getting to know the other side, because I am a host myself, I realized that, you know, a lot of them who take their podcast super seriously, they do care about creating a quality show as, and a consistent show as well. So we're actually offering an opportunity for them to, you know, continue with their consist- consistency and the quality by actually offering some value to the audience. Because it's kind of like a lot of people have that mindset of like, oh, but I'm bothering them. And I'm like, no, you're not. They, they can ignore your email for all they like, or they, you're not handcuffing them, forcing them into a corner, but like, I got to be on your podcast. You're not doing that. They have a choice and whether they choose to is going to be down to your pitch and your relevancy. So just coming from that place of like, Hey, I want to help if I can, if I can't, um, for you, it's okay. But at least I tried. Yeah. It's can as simple I, as that. Yeah. And can I be honest with you as well? Is yeah, sure. That when you pitched me, you had actually started to follow me on Insta and mm-hmm. you had been DMing me and you had been commenting on my posts. Mm-hmm. And so I saw you because you mm-hmm. were new because I know a lot of, I, I'm actually really proud of the fact that I know most, like I know most. I love that. Members. Yeah. Like yeah. I, you know, um, and, and I know their businesses and I look at them and I speak to them and, you know, like a lot of my audience. So when you started connecting with me, I'm like, hmm, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> I did go and check you out. And then when you sent your pitch through, you had probably been interacting with me for at least a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I saw your name, I'm like, I know that name. And then mm-hmm. I went and I obviously saw your pitch, etc. So once again, I think just, um, you know, and I talk about this a lot is building the relationship with somebody because, uh, you know, even today on a, on an Insta live, somebody said, what if you want to connect with a business that's bigger than yours or more established than yours or whatever we perceive somebody to be, and I'm just like, but they're still human and you can just ask and just connect with people and have normal conversations. Like, you know, we're not dealing with gods here. Like they're just people who, you know, have maybe been doing things a little bit longer than you or are in a different industry from you or whatever it is. So I think that the fact that you connected with me before you pitched mm-hmm. uh, meant that when I saw it come through, it felt a bit familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's- 
Yeah, that's, um, I think that that's worth thinking about doing if you are wanting yeah. to um, connect with somebody, like maybe don't always go in cold. Yeah, definitely. I have noticed that when I, um, I've gotten several invites to podcasts just through DMs. I actually didn't mention it at the time. Um, sometimes we geek out over having a podcast and, and then I, I just asked a question. I was like, oh, how's that going for you so far? Um, and then they tend to skip over to my profile and then they see I have my own and they're like, oh, a fellow podcaster, because there is some reassurance in that because of the professional mic, for example. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, okay, for everyone listening, if you're going to rock up to a podcast interview, have a professional mic, don't just do the earphones because um, I've had hosts, they turn people away. Even, even if your pitch is good, everything like that, because at the end of the day, a podcast is an audio show. So rock up with a professional mic and be a pro. <laughs> okay. Just sit there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm glad that you um, brought that up because I, had, I hadn't done that with everyone um, because um, it does take time and I had yeah. to track all of that. But I think it's because for you, even before this challenge, I knew of you anyway. I just hadn't had the courage to reach out to you. Um, and then I saw I one of my- I pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, with your bright colors and your fabulous smile and everything. I know. It's pom poms. They're really like I think they really put people off. They're quite aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like to me, at one point, I was like, oh, I'm not sure if I should because I'm just a little old me. Um, and I did have a, um, a fellow peer also um, contribute to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. So for me, I was like, mm, okay, there's some sense of familiarity. And I don't think I've ever mentioned her um, in the DMs. But for me, that yeah. just felt like, oh, you know, there is a level. Um, it's kind of like business owners today, no matter how big they are, they don't want to be seen on the pedestal. Those are the ones who are going to be more responsive in their Instagram. And um, I tend to reach out to hosts who are more active on Instagram because it's also where I'm active. Yeah. Because if you're going to reach out to a platform that you're not really active on, um, they're naturally going to come over to your profile to see if you're legit. And if you're not really present, then it's a, it's a little bit of a red flag. So I would reach out on the platform that you're most active on so you actually have something to showcase if they were to go, go back to your profile just to check you out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think the other thing, um, and I'd love to know your thoughts on this too, but mm -hmm. when somebody pitches me, I call it the rabbit hole. Um, when somebody pitches me, I like go to the link in bio, I check out their bio, go to the link in bio, then I go to their website and then I go to their about page and I'm like mm -hmm. looking for a picture and then I'm reading, you know, their brand story. And then I'm like, well, you know, have they been on other podcasts or is there videos or something like that? Just so that I can hear how they present and how they talk mm -hmm. and things like that. So, which is kind of exactly what I did with you. Like when mm -hmm. you pitched me, I literally went straight to your podcast and listened to like <laughs> episodes because I'm like, well, I have a certain brand voice and I know my audience really well. And so, you know, I love actionable, practical information and tips on how they can achieve a certain goal. And so mm -hmm. that's what I listen for when I'm, I guess, being pitched by somebody who I haven't listened to or don't know um, mm. that well. So I think that, you know, like you said, you kind of have a list of things that you've done that give you credibility. Mm -hmm. um, I think if you've got any other podcast episode, including yes. things like those links, just makes it easier for people to make a decision. Yeah, definitely. And so before you send out any pitches, make sure there's no, I don't know, crazy nights from when you're 18 still public on your Facebook profile or something. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I was never, I was never a party type, so I don't have to worry about that. But <laughs> all I can say is I'm really glad that, uh, like smartphones and Instagram and that wasn't around when I was in my twenties. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I'm totally profesh. Like you can't see anything before I was like 29, which is perfect. Yeah. And then like, oh, wipe the forehead. <laughs> yeah. So um, just, just bear that in mind that your online presence, no matter how big or small it is, if someone is considering you, they are going to check you out, especially if they don't know you or if there's no former intro. Cause if you're, if someone introduces you, you you're naturally going to go in with a bit more of, um, you know, they're going to know you a little bit more they're going to trust you a little bit more because you're personally recommended but not all of us have that opportunity so if you're going to go in cold um and just pitch to someone who you actually personally haven't spoken to they're, they're naturally going to have their barrier up a little higher so you're going to have to make it as easy as possible for them to trust you and having that credibility vault um of your past um testimonials your past work but mainly i find that if i post a past link of um another podcast episode that i've been on to talk about a similar topic not exactly the same mm. but a similar topic it does help it's like oh well they've been on another podcast that podcast seems pretty uh, you know reputable so yeah because at the end of the day Anytime that we are pitching to a host and if they choose to take us on, they're taking a risk on you and you have the opportunity to make or break their reputation because, well, they, they do have a choice to air it or not <laughs> at the end of the day. But either way, we are given an opportunity and, um, you know, they're putting their reputation on the line a little bit for you because what you do, what you say is going to reflect on them if they air that episode. So, you know, you want to make this as mutual of a win as you possibly can make sure you deliver value to them it's not all about you it's not all about stroking your ego you do have um you know you can talk about yourself for sure um but at the end of the day a podcast host what they want the most is for their audience to walk away feeling that they got value from it yeah absolutely and i think the other thing as well is uh you know whilst numbers don't particularly matter if you can not only do the pitch and give the suggestions of the topics, but actually say, you know, and once it goes live, I'll share it to my subscriber list on my socials, etc. Like obviously a podcast podcaster is looking to access your audience as well as you're looking to access theirs. So when you're talking about the mutually beneficial opportunity, you know, I don't think it hurts to kind of be like, you yeah. know, this is what yes. I'll do as well. So I think that that's, you know, really important too. Yeah. And before we move on, that is a question that I've started asking recently to host and it really surprises them. So I asked them, um, how can I best share this episode so that, um, you know, this gets um, more reach when it goes live? I mean, is there anything I can do for you to, to make that easier? And they're like, whoa, you know, no one's ever asked me that before. Or like, whoa, that's so oh, kind hi. of you. Because it, it's quite clear then that when guests come on, some of them just leave like, oh, yeah, well, you, you've had my info now good luck. You can do all the other heavy lifting when it goes live, but you know, try, you know, you want that episode to get more downloads, right? So, yeah, you know, help, cool. help the host. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's really fun. I mean, I, um, and I'm not sure what your process is. I mean, I felt, I filled in your type form, which was, mm -hmm. which was asking all the questions, but I, 
at the moment I've closed off applications to my podcast because I had a lot coming in and I couldn't keep up with it. So I'm like, okay, I, I kind of opened it and then I had to shut it. Because <laughs> oh, I had people emailing me and I'm like, oh, no, I'll create a form and I'll put it on my website. And then I did that and I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to shut it because I've still got people I've got to get back to. Like it's mm. insane. Anyway, so but when I did create that form, it did have, um, you know, are you willing to share it? What are your social platforms? Where will you be sharing it? That sort of thing. Because it ha- I think it has to be mutual. Like, yes, I'm looking for a guest and yes, I'm looking for content. But, you know, let's work together to make this a successful episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So exactly. I think that's good to, yeah. Well, they are such good tips. Thank you so much for that. And I know that you obviously have, you know, had some pretty big goals yourself as we were talking about. So where are you up to with your goals? How many have you sort of reached? Well, at the time when this episode airs, I would have finished all of the pitching and I've just learned so much along the way. So I just want to be able to consolidate all of these ideas, these lessons and big mistakes to really help people and just really accelerate this process and do it right way the first time instead of just Googling, wondering like each part of the process, like finding it from different people. I just want to make it like one just one resource for people <laughs> to get awesome. started. And so where can they find that resource? Yeah. You'll so um, the link in the show notes, but yeah. if somebody's sort of just listening and they want to go to it, is there somewhere they can go to get that? Yes, of course. So it's www.makeasang.com forward slash podcast guide. And it's going to take you to my insider's guide to guesting on podcasts. So it's not just the pitch. It's not just about the research. It's not just about how to like actually show up as a awesome guest. It's actually all of it. So I would try to make it as comprehensive as I can so that people can just download it and run with it. And so that is sort of a starting point. And when you do register for that, you'll also be on a notifications list for my upcoming group program that is going live at in the mid-September and that's to really take you from the process from A to Z just for some people who need some extra hand-holding and accountability because you know we all download freebies and you know sometimes it's like just collects digital dust on your desktop so <laughs> so for those who really want to take this seriously and to really um, add this to their marketing plan just to build a brand awareness build their authority build their list etc you know that is an opportunity for them too but you can get it all from the guide and um, just to start and you'll naturally be notified when the program goes live so, yeah amazing and so you know I mean I talk about building your brand all the time and I think podcasts are one of the best ways to do it because you not only get access to somebody else's audience but you know you really get your own message out there too and so I think that that step-by-step guide is going to be so helpful and like you said if somebody's really serious about getting on with it and using podcasts specifically over the next six, 12, three months, whatever it is, then they should definitely check out the course too. So we will have all of those details and the links in the show notes, but where else can they find you as well online? Oh, so I am so happy that when this episode airs that my brand new website is going to be up and running. We've been working on it since like November 2018. So it's been a long time coming, but everything is on there in regards to my own podcast as well, which is the Quiet Rebels podcast. So that's all about really helping you to create your courage to own your voice, your message and your worth in life and business. So I'd love it if like, if you don't mind listening to this voice, then... (laughs) 
I'd invite, I'd invite you to come over and just to check out the podcast. It's mindset-based as well as strategy-based. So it's a mix of both and some awesome guest interviews. So Suzanne, I'm super excited to have you on the podcast as well. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be chatting again. And the social media platform of choice that you're going to find me the most present is definitely Instagram. Oh. I mean, that's how we connected to that. Exactly. So. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And um, yeah, and I think that that is another way just to be connecting as well, which you've spoken a little bit about is connecting with people that you really want to, I guess, get on their podcasts and get to know them and see what's important to them. And yeah, I think Instagram is great. And yeah, obviously that's how we connected and that's how I learned about you, which was, which is really interesting. And I, and I definitely uh, pricked up when I saw all your messages and your likes and that, and then you obviously emailed me. So I think that it's definitely worth connecting with people on Insta. It's such a great platform. Oh yeah. And make it genuine connections as well. I mean, I was just blown away by your, it's like, first of all, your, your feed is like the most colorful feed I've ever seen. (laughs) And it's amazing. And you have the personality to match it. You can just tell from the way that you speak, the way that you are in your videos and of course your own podcast as well. So I just love that everything was just in alignment because like not everyone is like that. And so I'm super excited to learn that from you when you are interviewing um, on my podcast as well. So yeah, definitely. Awesome. Very good. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Absolutely loved it. So many great tips. Thank you so much. (laughs) And I can't wait to share this. So yeah, and I look forward to, um, yeah, connecting with your audience as well on your podcast. And I'll be sharing that with everybody when that goes live too. But make sure you check out all the links in the show notes um, and connect and check out the amazing resource that's being offered today as well. Oh, thank you so much. And for those who are listening, you know, just thank you for making it to this far in the, in the episode. <laughs> it's been awesome to connect with you, Suzanne. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that interview and that you've taken some tips and you've got your notes and you can go and download Makey's uh, download, which outlines all of the things that we've talked about today. But thanks so much for listening and being here. If you enjoyed this episode, as always, I'd love you to share it. Uh, And if you could leave a review on iTunes, that's even better as well, because that helps other people to find us. But as always, you can follow me on all social platforms at Suze Chadwick. But, you know, I love to hang in stories. But until next time, have an awesome week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold.